Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There's another story that comes out of British Columbia, and that is the story where a British Columbia judge said that a man who threw up a major party, it was more than a party, it was almost like, from what I gather, reading the description of the place, it was almost a commercial um, uh, entertainment center. Anyway, um, he was charged and he spent a day in jail. He spent five days in remand and the judge, and fined as well, and the judge said that had someone at that party contracted COVID and died, the man could have been charged with manslaughter, and former British Columbia Supreme Court Justice Wally Opel agreed with that. So I'm curious about what uh, Ari Goldkind thinks about this. Ari is a criminal lawyer in Toronto, media pundit, and uh, has strong opinions on all issues that have to do with law. So Ari, your thoughts on whether a manslaughter charge may follow, and let me go through this again, may follow a major and in violation of emergency provincial ordinance gathering for the person who organized and held the gathering if another person attending contracted COVID and died. What do you say? Good afternoon, Roy, and I will say that you know, it's a very wonderful headline because the judge essentially went after this guy and this guy for a series of reasons, if you know anything about his life, is really a drag and a low life. And the bigger story about him is being missed, which is what a nuisance he is with his big fancy penthouse and, you know, the bank of mum and dad and driving his neighbors nuts with these big parties. But instead, the headline is being, well, he could have been charged with manslaughter because the judge went after him to make an example of him, but didn't really do it. So I can tell you that even though technically a prosecutor or a police officer could lay a charge of manslaughter, and just for people to know what manslaughter means, it's underneath murder. In other words, for murder, you have an intention to kill somebody. A lot of people hear the word manslaughter and think it's a man wanting to slaughter another. It's not. It's an unlawful act. For example, you know, I punch you in the face, you die from your injuries, but I never intended to kill Roy Green. I could be charged with manslaughter. Or there's a criminal negligence route, which is this man is, you know, objectively and foreseeably endangering somebody's life who comes to his penthouse party. In other words, that person dies or goes home to grandma and spreads it. You know, if that's the metric where judges are going to be reaming out a low life like this, an easy target, you know, it escapes me how the federal government by leaving international airports open since February of 2020, wouldn't be as open to a charge of criminal negligence, foreseeably letting COVID and the variants into the country, than this idiot in Vancouver. So while I think it's a very wonderful headline and it's juicy, do I think any police officer or any Crown attorney is going to lay a, a manslaughter charge in this kind of case, the way they do in, for example, a fentanyl dealer case, somebody sells somebody drugs, it's laced with fentanyl, the person doesn't know it's fentanyl, they die. I don't see it happening. I think it was a judge blustering, but obviously it got national headlines and we're talking about it. Okay, so now, uh, thank you for that. Let me ask you this one. Let's move to the other story and the one about the police checks. What are your thoughts about emergency ordinances enacted by provincial premiers, Doug Ford's police will stop and question you if you're out of your vehicle mandate, fell apart, I think, within 72 hours, and primarily because 20 Ontario police services stated they were not going to enforce this ordinance. So if you do not have police buy-in, you don't have an ordinance. 
But did did he have did he have constitutional grounds for what he decided? No, and uh, without getting too wonky, and this is something I felt very strongly about, and you know. I thought it was an incredible thing in our country, you and I have probably never seen it in our young lives, where the police are more of a check on power than elected officials. Usually elected officials have to tell cops to cut it out, or judges do. Here, 20 police forces, the biggest ones in Ontario, other than the Ontario Provincial Police that said, yeah, chef's kiss, we want this power, 20 other uh, police forces told the Doug Ford government to stick it. Now, here's the problem with the checkpoints, because this is, again, one of the stupidest bits of lockdown theater that's ever gone on in this country. And you, sh- you probably saw this, Roy, on the Monday morning after these stupid checkpoints were set up, coming into Ottawa, all these hardworking people from Quebec, single file, were stopped at the highway in an hour-long pileup to answer questions of whether they're going to work or not. Yet the international airports, because we have a government that's much more concerned with virtue signaling, they never want to be called a name, everything is sort of through a lens of not wanting to offend anybody. You still today, Roy, as you and I are talking, and I looked at this, as you and I are talking, there are three jumbo jets landing every hour from every country where variants are coming in, not necessarily directly so. To pull hardworking, ordinary, average Canadians going to work at the morning, it is the worst of lockdown theater and totally unconnected to the science. And by the way, not all that legal in my view when you look at the freedom of mobility and none of this supposed to be arbitrary or random. So let me come to the next point with you. And, and it's this. You talked about, and you mentioned the possibility, or you wouldn't be surprised, I think you said, if at some point down the road when the pandemic is... Uh, more under control, and we're back to some level of normalcy in our lives, that the law might not come a-calling to some elected officials. Do you, for decisions they made, ostensibly to protect us all, do you foresee any possibility that decisions taken at the government level, federal, provincial, even municipally, during the pandemic may result in legal challenges against governments and specific politicians? I think the answer to that is mixed. On a criminal front, which is the area that I'm near and dear to my heart, I would say no, because there's such an incestuous relationship between the branches of power in our government. And I certainly think if you look at the statements of the health person, Minister Hajdu, that is negligence, in my view, of a file that I've seen RCMP investigations into people who have done far less. Look at the investigation into Mike Duffy that blew away millions of taxpayer dollars. This is a person who said, leave the borders open, do this, flights coming in are fine, variants are fine, all this sort of signaling to the public so that we're all popular and don't offend anybody. Where I think lawsuits really and legal action is coming for some people, Roy, is in the area of long-term care homes. That file to me was so screwed up from both a political, moral, and legally culpable view, particularly some for-profit homes, where if you look at the death rates in for-profit long-term care homes, my view, Roy, is if this would have happened in daycares or children in daycares were ever affected in a, in a more child-oriented pandemic, nobody would have let this stand. There'd be charges, inquiries, lawsuits. So in the long-term care home specter, 
I really do think we might see some serious litigation and legal culpability once the smoke clears. Not that I believe that we're ever going to have the smoke clears. The more people vaccine, the more rules we're still under. But I think that's where you're really going to see ministerial and legal culpability on the part of government. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.